welcome to all our listeners of Srimad Devi Bhagwat. Now we shall listen to chapter 7, episode 25. Rohit dies of a snake bite, queen in grief and cruel behavior of the Chandala. Rohit is King Harishchandra's son. Suchi says, Shaunak one day Prince Rohit went outside to play. Many boys were with him. After playing, he began to gather kushagras. He pulled it out with the roots and said, This will be my this will this will please my guru. Then for the yagya he collected wood of the palash tree. He tied everything into a bundle, put it on his head and began to walk back home. On the way, he felt tired and thirsty. He found a small pool. He put his bundle down <coughs> and drank the cool water. Then he rested. When he went to pick up his bundle, Vishwamitra by his powers caused a venom snake to make to come venomous snake to come out of his burrow. It was a dangerous looking snake. It bit the prince and put its poison inside him. Prince Rohit fell to the ground. Seeing that Rohit was dead, the boy ran trembling with fear to the ashram of the Brahmin. When Rohit's mother came, they said to her, O servant of the Brahmin, your son, son went to play. We were also with him. A snake bit him and life was gone out of him. This news hit her like a thunderbolt and she fell down in a faint. Like a banana tree that has been chopped, the Brahman became angry and splashed water on her. When she revived, he scolded her. Brahman said, Oh you impious woman, weeping in the eventide, is an evil omen. With this misfortune comes into the house. Knowing this, why are you trying? Don't you have any shame? The queen made no reply. She was drowning in the sorrow of the death of her son. Her face was wet and with tears. Her hair was in disarray, and she was covered in dust. The Brahmin again spoke in anger. Oh, untruthful one, you have cheated me. Even though I paid and bought you, you are purposely neglecting your duties. If you were unable to do work, why did you take wealth from me? In this cruel way, the Brahmin repeatedly scolded the queen. With great sadness in her voice, she explained to the Brahmin the reason for her weeping. Swami, my little son went out to play. He was bitten by a poisonous snake and he is dead. I wish to go and see the boy. Please give me permission. But the Brahmin only got angrier. The Brahmin said, Oh, you who commit low and base acts, have you no understanding of sin? The person who takes wages from the master but does not do the job satisfactorily, he falls into a formidable hell called Rauru. After staying in that hell for one kalp, one day of Brahma consisting of numerous numbers, 
uncountable number years he takes birth in the yoni of poultry if you have even an iota of fear of the nether world you better continue with your housework the queen was shaking with grief and fear she fell at his feet and implored him please have mercy kindly give me enough time to see my son and come back immediately still he would not relent the brahman said oh of what concern is your son to me first complete all your work or you are not aware that my anger is like a whip lash the queen composed herself and quietly began to do the housework by the time she finished massaging oil and pressing the legs it was midnight then the brahman said now you may go to your child complete all the formalities and come back as soon as you can so that there is no disruption in the work of my house the queen went alone in the darkness weeping and calling out to her son when she saw the body of her son she was stricken she looked like a cow which had lost its calf she kept calling son son please get up and come to me why have you left me and gone away you always called out amba amba why are you so silent then she fainted later when she revived she again cried please wake up from his from this terrible sleep it was long past midnight hundreds of jackals were howling eerie sounds were coming from the ghosts goblins and evil spirits suchi says shaunak ji in her sorrow suchi says shaunak in her sorrow the queen also called out to her husband rajan come and see in what condition your son is the same child who used to color his face with my sindhur who used to rub out the kasturi sandal paste from your forehead is now lying in the dust and flies are buzzing around him oh fate oh destiny what heinous crime did i commit in my past that there is no end to my fruit of suffering oh my son my child the queen wept loudly and unashamed her sound woke up the town people from their sleep they immediately came to her the town people said who are you whose child is this where is your husband how have you come here alone and why are you weeping the queen did not say a word this made the people suspicious and fearful they said this is not a human she does not speak the hair on her on their skin stood up in goose pimples they picked up their weapons saying she must be a child eating demoness we should try to destroy her if she was a respectable woman she would not be out of her house at this unholy hour definitely she is a fiend and she has killed this child to eat it they caught hold of her hair some caught her hands and many encircled her throat with their fingers rakshasas now there is no escape for you these people oh 
this is Rakshasi. Now there is no escape for you. They dragged her to the Chandala's house. They said, Chandala, this Rakshasi catches children and eats them up. That is why we have brought her to you. Take her somewhere and kill her. Chandala looked at the queen and said, I know this woman. I have heard about her from my many people. She does not eat people's children. But before this, no one has ever seen her. By catching her, you have done a punya. Your fame will spread in the whole world. Now you may go in peace. You accumulate merits of merits if you kill a person who murders cows, brahmins, women or children, who steals gold, who commits arson, that is fire, who obstructs roads, who drinks alcohol, who sleeps on his guru's bed, and who opposes virtuous men. Even if a Brahmin's wife indulges in these misdeeds, it is not a sin to kill her. Therefore, I will be justified in killing her. The Chandala bound the queen with strong ropes. He caught her of the hair and dragged her. Then he called Harishchandra and said, Hey, servant, without any hesitation, kill this demonic woman. These words were like a thunderbolt. The thought of killing a woman made Harishchandra tremble. He said to the Chandala, I cannot do this. Give me some other order. Accepting this, I will do anything else that you order me to do. Hearing this, the Chandala said, Hey, don't be afraid. Just take my sword and cut off her head. You will get merit by doing this. You should never protect a person who terrifies children and eats them. She is a Rakshasi. King Harishchandra said, No matter what, one should always protect women. At no time should one kill a woman, because our learned and wise elders have said that it is a great sin to kill a woman. Anyone who kills a woman, knowingly or unknowingly, will have to suffer the tortures of a hell called Raurav. The Chandala said, There is no need to discuss so much. Take that gleaming sharp sword of mine because to kill one who terrorizing so many is actually a punya. This horrible woman has killed and eaten many children. By her death, the world will be rid of one fear. The king said, Chandalji, I have sworn never to kill a woman as long as I live. Therefore, I cannot even attempt this heinous act. Chandala said, Oh, wicked one, what greater work is there than obeying your master? Now that you have taken money and sold yourself to me, why are you refusing to carry out my orders? He who disobeys his master and does only half his work has to suffer in hell for crores of kalpas. The king said, Chandalnath, Please give me any other work, no matter how difficult or impossible. Tell me who your enemies are. I will kill them instantly and give you the earth. I can even defeat the gods, including Indra, the Nagas, and the Gandharvas. This enraged the Chandala. He said, You are overstepping the behavior prescribed for servants. Having accepted to serve a Chandala, you are taking of defeat, talking of defeating gods. Stop all your talking. If you were so afraid of committing a sin, why did you accept slavery to me? 
Now pick up this sword and cut off her lotus-like head from her body. Saying this, he put the sword into Charishchandra's hand. Namaste.